Hello and welcome to another mini-sode, a special mini-sode of Not Without My Sister, or in honor of today's mini-sode, Bienvenue à mini-sode de Pas avec mon soeur, uh, dans laquelle on va évaluer le nouveau uh, télévision programme <laughs> de Emily in Paris. Sérieux, non? Sérieux? What? Serious? Sérieux? Is it not ma soeur? Oh my god. Okay, let's do this again. Welcome to another mini-sode of Not Without My Sister, or in the case of today, Pas Avec Ma Soeur. No, Pas oh, Sans Ma Soeur. <laughs> pas Sans Ma Soeur. <laughs> Seulement Avec Ma Soeur. Only With My Sister. To, uh, actually, that's probably more accurate based on the fact that the translations were so poor in today's TV show of uh, Emily, in, Emily at Paris. Emily in Paris. <laughs> which we just sat down to watch one episode so we could discuss it in this mini-sode and instead watched three and had to be dragged away from it. One of us did, I had me. To be, I had to be dragged away. So this this comes in hot, hotly requested by not one, not two, but three of our listeners wanted us to review Emily in Paris. And so now, as is our want, we have watched a sum total of three episodes and feel fully qualified to tell you exactly what we think of the entire series. We actually debated if this needed to be a full episode because we had so many opinions on it. <laughs> okay, so we beginning at the beginning. It. No, we didn't. Oh. Did we? I mean, I'm totally going to watch, totally the, watch the whole, the whole totally thing. Totally going to watch the whole thing and then be annoyed that there isn't a second season. I would also like to point out, this is from the woman who just watched the entire, how many seasons of The Good Witch? Oh, me? Yeah. Six? <laughs> very bad. Very, very bad show. Well, it was bad. You're not a discerning Netflix viewer. I am very discerning. I still just kept watching. Right? I knew it was bad. I do not think discerning means what you think it means. I knew it was bad, but I watched it anyway. So, Rosemary, tell me, how would you sum up that show? Ben, à mon avis, euh, je pense que... That's basically how I speak French. The, oh um, my God. At least there were some actual French people in it. Actually, oh everybody God. was French, right? Except for her, it seemed. And and Mindy. Do you want to hear my opinion or do you want to give no, your no, opinion? No, I'm, I'm just weighing and I'm saying they were French, right? So you yeah, appreciated yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Although, okay, well, uh, so let's start from the start. Terrible, terrible show. I mean, <laughs> you know what? Like I was saying to you, it really feels like... You know those episodes of your favorite show where they go where they go to a different like a different place and what I'm trying to say is do you know where the phrase jump the shark came from? Yes. So in what is it Happy Days? Yes. Yes. There was an episode of Happy Days where they all went to the beach or something and the Fonz literally jumps over a shark on his surfboard or something and that's where the phrase jump the shark comes from and it kind of means it's now taken to mean like that a show has gone totally off the rails and done something totally like not what you would expect from it. Basically, Emily in Paris felt to me like an episode of Gossip Girl where they went to Paris on a school tour and had to pretend to work in marketing. Because that's what she was like to me from the way she behaved to her clothes to her sunny disposition. The whole thing. You know what? I, my God, you know what it also reminded me of? 
Taken. Oh my God, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, that was so this bad. This is going to be very controversial because people love Taken. Oh my God, it was so bad. I've had so many arguments with my friend listen, Emma about this. I appreciate Liam Neeson. I appreciate Liam Neeson for all the good things that he is and that he does and the fact that he's Irish. But let me tell you, I do not need to see a 47-year-old woman wearing a baby doll <laughs> negligee twirling in a room for some shake on a yacht <laughs> and like everybody debating and like literally doing Etsy to over her. she's talking about the 14-year-old Literally daughter. doing eBay over her virginity <laughs> as she stands there and looks 942 years old. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. That was, that was your one from Lost. I think she yes. was about 35 she was, filming Yes, that. she was. Do you remember, it do you remember absolutely he really pony for her birthday and she's like jumping up and down. All these bad things happen in Paris. Didn't she go to Paris with her friend? Isn't yeah, that where she yeah. was? She was in the apartment in Paris or she, from where from whence she was abducted. That's what I'm telling you. This really oh. reminded me of that. Like them being really excited when they check into their oh, prison hotel. Because ho- you were wishing somebody would come to abduct Oh my Emily. God, I was hoping. I was like, Lily <laughs> Collins <laughs> needs to be <laughs> whipped off to the shake now <laughs> and then this can become a good TV show yeah. and then and then this can become that TV show I loved The Hookup Plan the actual French TV show oh that show. was good I have to say I did love I did love the boss in this not the American boss the French boss from my absolute one of my absolute favourite TV shows Call My Agent or uh, 10% it's a French TV show about television agents or movie agents I haven't and watched it, it but I've heard it's amazing absolutely hilarious and brilliant and she's brilliant in it Although she has a smaller role, but she was good in this as well. She was the only good she was thing. She was a very bright spot in, in an otherwise grim landscape. Well, it was very, it just seemed honestly very dated. Like, and mm-hmm. maybe it's, maybe it's comforting at the moment because I do know that like with, you know, everything happening in 2020, that nostalgia and comfort and, you know, faux-stalgia, as we like to talk about in the office, where even people who've never lived through something look for this kind of sense of comfort. So, I mean, I feel like this was the Sex and the City for people who've never seen Sex and the City because I swear to God they went back and raided her wardrobe and churned them all out. And they are not, they probably were questionable then and are highly questionable now. But not as, I mean, when you look at the wardrobe from Sex and the City, like Patricia Field did an incredible job. And this this, was Patricia Field too. Was it? Yeah. Wasn't Do it? they not all have enough money? Patricia Field and Darren Star and all of those. I'd like, say she didn't get that now. much, right? Patricia Field, like I mean, Darren no, Star, yes, not. but I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't need to retire. We enjoyed it. We're going to go back and watch the rest of it, right? Yeah, I also have to true. say that you know, I mean, she jogged, right? I've never seen. I'd like to. I'd like to point out, even though I lived in Paris, I never saw a urinal on the street. A urinal on the street. Um, so that was pretty gross. Hang on, hang on. That I never felt like my hair a really. A no, no, wait. That felt like a really large non sequitur. There's a scene in which she is jogging. With the soft J. Yes. And she passes by a man and she kind of goes, uh, and realises he's actually peeing into a, into a urinal. Because what you said was, she's jogging. I've never seen a urinal on the street. Yeah, okay, like, but I'm not, we only have, it's a mini-sode. We can't get into too much detail. Listen, our mini-sodes can be as I long as I also assume we should have actually, at the beginning, said, spoiler, spoiler alert for the three, three first episodes. If you don't want to hear what happens... We're not going to go into that much detail, so you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah, we barely remember it, and also there's no plot. We barely remember it. We just watched it. Yeah, but Beatrice, there's, the, the, like, there's no plot to speak of. Excuse me, there was a great plot into which I can I can summarise now very quickly. Go on. Chicagoan takes bad wardrobe to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> um, turns up early to work, thus exemplifying excellent American work ethic, positive attitude and can-do spirit which is immediately directly and um, unequivocally 
uh, rebuffed by common sense Parisians with style. Oh my God, do not apply uh, for a job hold on, writing like hold on, short. Hold on, I'm not short. Quippy. I'm not finished. Reviews. I'm not finished. All men have terrible blow dries. Questionable hair abounds in the entire series. French men don't dress like that. And Lily Collins is not all that credible when eating pastries. <laughs> She eats a lot of pastries. Yes. Because and some I, people I just really, have very high metabolisms. I don't, need, I don't, it's not that. It's more the fact that like she doesn't look like she knows how to chew a pastry. She keeps opening her mouth really wide and looking shocked at the fact that there's a pastry in it. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm just shocked at how delicious this pastry is. No, every time butter plus chocolate equals butter plus chocolate. Love hearts. Oh yeah. Also, they don't know how social media works because let me oh, tell you, God. like you don't suddenly post... What did she say? Chiseled abs about... I mean, I have she posted, posted wittier things She posted on a, a picture of a statue. Literally <laughs> a like non-sentient object. And she wrote chiseled abs. And she put a capital A on abs like it was a proper name. Oh, yeah, you did say... You and said, her following went up by 3,000. You said... And then I actually wrote a note on this. I said, Rosemary mutters angrily. <laughs> She is not good at captions. Oh my God. I was in a rage. I was like, my captions are way better than hers. And my Instagram following hasn't gone up in about six years. I also wrote some notes. Things things I learned, right? All French men are creeps or gay and hilarious. They can only be say, one or the other. Can't they be both? Oh yeah. Can't they be both? You liked that. I wrote down. They said that twice. My favourite yes, phrase. I wrote Can't down. Can't it be both? Where your man says sexy or sexist. Oh. Or maybe both. Multiple times I was like, no, just sexist. Also, sorry, if you have to ask, is this sexy or sexist? Just don't do it. Whatever it is you're doing, is it sexy or sexist? Just don't do it if you have to ask. No. That wasn't really, didn't seem like an option. I loved the fact that I did think that Lily Collins reminded me of you. Her character reminded me of you. Because she's so desperate to be liked by everyone. Yeah, I got a multiple quotes. People (sighs) like me, that's my strength. I was like, I'm pretty sure you've said that in the past. And then... I, I spent not... my entire life trying to be like, this was her moment mm. of, um, this was her, what, what would you call it? Like her epiphany, right? Her, 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 in her lowest moment where she realized like she wasn't having a good time. I like Paris, but I don't think Paris likes me. I spent my lo- entire life trying to be liked. And in that moment, she then goes, you know what? I'm going to give up trying to be liked. I'm just going to live my life. And the, then the, the hot guy with the dodgy hairstyle says, I like you. And she's like, yay. I was like, that's you. That's totally French, you. French Oliver Hudson. French Oliver Hudson, yeah. The French music in it is terrible. The French music in it is literally like... Not all of it was terrible. A lot of it was terrible, especially in episode one. Oh. I feel like a lot of the music in episode one was like, let's play some French music for Americans that won't scare them. You know what I mean? There's like American music, but with French in it. Oh, I also really enjoyed, because for somebody who likes to talk about... In fact, only this evening you were giving me a full-on like dissertation on your labia. <sighs> Sorry, mom. It's not my labia. <laughs> Sorry, mom. But I like to say I was talking about I my vulva, re- and then yeah. I made the Sex and the City joke about Lawrence of my labia. No, and then you started giving me what was the what was the actual terminology that you used? We were talking about. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, I, I said, oh, we had a whole debate about like why do I enjoy the double entendre, but I'm but I'm squeamish about actual like physical. You described it very well. You should say it. Like basically. You love a you love a like genitalia related pun, right? No, no, just sex related. You didn't have to say yeah, genitalia. Sorry, just sex sorry. related. Yeah, yeah, sex related yes. pun. Like, you know, we don't need an example. Go on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like, if I actually start talking about sex, you're like, oh God. That I said, what I hate about it is the fact that it, it just immediately descends into a non-sexy anatomy lesson, at which point you then took offence and then used lots of gynecological terms well, no, that's to shock because, me. No, no, that's because you said no, you no, were... We you don't said, need to go into detail. No, no, we do actually. You said that you were embarrassed at the fact that mother heard me talking about my vagina in a previous episode where I, I talked about... I didn't say I was embarrassed. I said it makes me uncomfortable because I don't oh, yeah, want sorry. to go into like... My mind immediately fills up with these graphic scenes whereas when I make puns, I just laugh at the wit of the English language, etc. Just et the simplicity. And then, and then you said, I just really don't want to think about mom like thinking about your vagina. I also said, I don't want to think about your vagina. In, no offense. In relation to a conversation about cunnilingus. And then I just you pointed started out that saying, if we're talking about cunnilingus, oh, no, it's not about the vagina, it's about the vulva. That was it. And then you were like, oh, and, and, and I said, I said, there, there you go. There's my point proven for me. Now thanks. we're having a biology a do- lesson. Yes. Now we're having a biology lesson. A double entendre would have made us all chuckle with mirth. Gleefully. Chuckle. And chuckle. Then, yes. Honestly, you are. You are this, a chuckle killer. This podcast killer. makes you, are- you sound like you were 75. <laughs> you are a chuckle Put it on the Instagram website. We'll have a chuckle. <laughs> Anyway, then in this show, I was so... Sh-show. Sh-show. <laughs> in this TV show, I was so happy. The hypocrisy of you. <laughs> they get to the part where your woman, your man at the end, she goes to a party and this dude picks her up on a balcony and says creepy things like, uh, what did, what did um, you say? I didn't think I wrote them down. Oh no. J'aime les lèvres. Oh yeah, beautiful view. And then he looks around and then he stares into her eyes and she's like... <laughs> And oh, and then they go for a walk, and she, he's like, "J'adore tes lèvres." And then he goes, "J'adore uh, like your neck." And he goes in for a vampire kiss, and then he goes, "I love American pussy." And Rosemary goes, "Oh, oh my god, I hate that word." <laughs> And I have never been so I delighted in my life. She looked appalled. I was appalled. Yeah, you were appalled. And then she stormed off. But then, the very next morning, she's on the phone to her mate, and her mate is like, "You need to go and get yourself some French tea." And she's oh, you like, love "I'm that. going to get some right now." But I'm like, the hypocrisy of her. <laughs> One minute, the man's going like, "I love American pussy," and she's like, "Oh gross, my god, storms you have to say that again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, we'd already we'd already had it established for us at the beginning of the show that she was a free spirited, like no sexual inhibition when she had that really great <gasps> oh, virtual god. sex scene on with like the cheapest effects. I've well, ever seen in my life. I, like, I think they mustn't be able to use anything that looks like Apple or that looks like Instagram or that looks like Facebook. So, it like, I'm just explaining for the for the listeners, Beatrice, if they haven't. Beatrice, give me a look. Like, listen, you're the one who said Instagram website. How am I supposed to know that you understand some some technological things? I have to explain everything for you, just in case. So, anyway, they're having a FaceTime, and and they decide to have sex. And as soon as he as soon as he's like, take your clothes off, the two of them close their eyes. They close up, but they're also fully covered up. Like they literally have the oh, yeah, chunkiest no, duvets right up to their necks. <laughs> There's no <laughs> sexiness at all. They basically, it's basically like, take off your clothes and get in a sleeping bag and let's do this. <laughs> Honestly, the only realistic part about that whole thing was that he came in about two seconds. Rosemary! TMI! <laughs> That's so good. Now you're so obvious to me the things that are going to set you off. This to annoy me. I say, do you know what? You know what I did think though. Okay, now she whatever. But you know, at one point she walks past like across a pont. That's a bridge, Rosemary, for you. (laughs) She walks across. I know because there's a song. Sur le pont d'Avignon, alouette, something, something. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, she walks across a bridge, bridge, a bridge, a bridge, and she sees this couple doing extremely creepy kissing. And you looked horrified. But I do remember in Paris, like literally it was snog central. Everybody was always kissing everybody. And I remember when we used to go on these dates, like when I was internet dating and we'd go out for dinner, you'd like if it was even going remotely well, there would be a massive lunge sometime between the main course and dessert, no matter what restaurant in you're the in. restaurant. Yes. Oh my now, god. Look Beatrice, at you. I've just had a horrifying flashback to a really nice Dutch guy that I went on several <laughs> dates with in Dublin. I met him in this pub in Fibsborough and then he we walked home. We walked as far as Talbot Street and then I went home and he went, he lived in Drumcondra and he literally tried to snog me on the corner on Talbot Street and I nearly decked him. I was so shocked. <laughs> Why? He was, he was basically like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're not kissing in the middle of the street. Why not? I don't know, Beatrice. And then I just made him walk down like a little side street what and then I snogged him. This is last year. What? <laughs> last year? Yeah, or the year before. What's Why were you embarrassed? Talbot Street's very well lit. What? I don't know. It was just, I felt really awkward. There were all these cars driving. Why don't I just snog in the middle of the road? I'm 34. I was 35 oh, now. I, I was 34 then. With this. You should be in this TV show. You're all nuts. Oh my God. And also then, oh my God, I hope he's not listening. He's really, like, he was a really nice guy. Trust me, he's said. not listening. Wasn't he also extremely intelligent? He was very intelligent. Yeah, not listening. Yeah, he's, yeah you're right. He's not, yeah. But anyway, then we had this like snog down this alley and he kept making all these like sexy noises while we were kissing. And I mean, I was just finding real Maybe he was just into you. Oh my God, you're a very hard to please partner, may I say. You have like very strict rules and expectations that I highly doubt you communicate because not sure you're the best communicator. communicator. Yeah, not sure. Well, what else did I think was... um... Oh yeah, the other thing... You were obsessed with their handbags. Oh my God, I mean, they were atrocious. They were so bad. How did she bring so many handbags? I was wondering that too. I'm a huge vibrator. I have to tell you the really bad thing was this maybe does speak to my absolute prudishness when she picked it up first. I Did you think it, it was, was a massager? One, I thought it was one of those foot sanders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, firstly, they're called foot files. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Foot sander. No, the sound like... Th- oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Oh, what you're else? so innocent. Thanks, Rosemary. I did think that... You at one point said to me, our friend, what did they say? They said French people are really mean. Didn't they say that or horrible or something? And I was like, oh, the other thing that was good was why are you shouting? I was like, I think that is true. Like the volume of, you know, sometimes like my kids run around, like the boys run around and I go, God, they're so fucking loud. And I'm like, maybe they're just American. I think they are just No, they're actually just really loud. Well, they're also kids and they're really loud. But like that did occur to me because I was Skyping mom and dad today and we were just having a chat. And then Brandon came into the room and I was like, say hi to mom and dad. And he was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I just realized like Americans are very, not loud, but they're very... Well, like they're very gregarious, but they're very, they really announce themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like in Ireland, if an American walks into a restaurant and was like, hi, I'd like to get a table for two, everybody in the restaurant hears them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's mom on the bus. Shh, Rosemary. Oh Rosemary, don't need, nobody needs to hear your conversation. Nobody needs to hear. That's not really a concern necessarily outside of Ireland. Uh, <laughs> you know, what was your number, other comment? You know the number one thing mom hates, right? Oh my God. We're always talking about her, but the number one thing she hates is if you call her when she's on the bus and you ask her where she is, she will never say I'm on the bus or I'm on the train. <laughs> she thinks it's really corny. <laughs> What? It's really corny. She it's really corny to ask the phone be like, I'm on the bus. Oh my God. The other thing I thought was like, I did think it was like way too 
I mean, everybody's trying to be like extremely witty. Everybody on this show thinks they're oh Oscar God. Wilde. And like the script does not bear Nobody on this show is witty. The French boss was witty. When she the said... The French boss was witty, but oh... When yeah, she what said, did she say? if you keep smiling, if she keeps smiling... People will oh, think if you you're keep stupid. smiling, is that people will think you're stupid. And I was like, <laughs> yes, they will. Oh, and that I also thought good. it was funny when she's like, I'm going for lunch. They're like, it's 11 a.m. But like here, people genuinely mm-hmm. do start having lunch at 11 a.m. But also because they get into work at like... 6.30am mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so I mean I w- I'm always shocked by the fact that the canteen the cafeteria in the office is open between 11.30 and 1.30 and if you so early yeah and like I would miss it all the time now I make sure to never miss it just you know <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on now I'm on the ball but back in the day I was constantly taken um, taken by surprise now it's like a buffet the morning after a wedding yeah, like, yeah exactly. need to make sure we get down for the buffet exactly the other thing that I just I thought it was like overly self-consciously witty and that Mindy one seems like a superfluous character. So either she needs to come into her own and be useful soon because she was she was like every scene with her, I was just like, get out of the way and let's get on with the plot. I don't know what the plot is though, Beatrice. The plot is... She's going to get become Instagram famous. I'll recap for you. Oh God, don't do it again. <laughs> recap for you. Don't do it again. Chicago so long the first time. Packs terrible oh, clothes. You've reminded me now. Plus, terrible clothes. Plus woeful handbags. Woeful fringed yeah. handbags. Plus enormous that vibrator. That, that you suggested <laughs> were potentially made out of her curtains. Plus massive nail file. <laughs> for a trip to, to France, she then to Paris, she then proceeds to bump into all types of extremely dodgily coiffed males. Oh, sorry, can we also point out her very first day arriving in Paris, she's like, can't wait to like live here and experience the city and make new friends. The estate agent guy goes, would you like to go for a drink? And she immediately goes, no, I have a boyfriend. Well, she has a boyfriend. But like, how are you ever going to meet anybody? What did she say later on? She goes like, I can't. She goes, Antoine was just chatting to me. She goes, he's a married man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then later on walking down the street, she goes, I just don't understand why you'd get married if you're going to have an affair. I wouldn't. I, I don't either. Like, is my- she 14? What do you mean? Is she is she a good Catholic? A good Beatrice, okay. By the length of her skirts, I doubt it. Let's go again. Good Catholic girl from Chicago <laughs> packs terrible clothes and handbags to go to Paris. Meets extremely badly blow dried men Beatrice, with Mandarin with Mandarin collared shirts and rolled up jeans. Clothes that no self respecting Frenchman would ever wear. Ever. <laughs> I have a question. Yes, Rosemary. Would Would you recommend it? Oh my God, yes, totally. <laughs> Watch it and tell us what you think. <laughs> you know what I think? I think this is just another example of Netflix being totally desperate because no films are being made because of COVID. Or like, like I don't no think series. they're desperate. I think they're onto gold here. Make some more of this. And then Virgin River, my oh other favourite. Oh my God, favorite. Virgin River coming back? I know, loved it. Oh my God, loved it so Watched much. It. I Alexander like, Breckenridge. Oh my God, my I most embarrassing. I tried not to watch it for a while because I was like, this is really bad. Literally one episode in, I was oh, like, so good. where's that amazing jacket from? Which yeah, I then was Googling my number and trying one to buy most, clothes. My number one most embarrassing celebrity encounter happened virtually when I tweeted about how much I loved Evan Rachel Wood in American Horror Story and Evan Rachel Wood retweeted my tweet and said, that's not me. That's Alexander Breckenridge. You absolute <laughs> spanner face. I can't my one even... chance to make best friends with Evan Rachel Wood. <gasps> my, my one chance. Foiled. Oh, Rosemary. Oh, yeah. I also had a comment that, honestly, if we live in a day and age, I mean, obviously a lot of money went on that, but on what, I couldn't tell you. Because it wasn't on the special effects. Handbag tassels. Maybe on handbag tassels. Beatrice, there what special effects? Those, all those FaceTime special effects and the bit oh, yeah, where the yeah. Charlie's Therana like turns into a oh, dove and flutters into the sky. <laughs> that was the best special effect of all. 
<laughs> but honestly, in a day and age where Westworld exists and we can actually do like we, I can watch amazing shows like that. But somebody else can make the fact, by some means I yeah, do not understand. The fact that they literally had a four year old or a six year old talented artist create the graphic symbols to replace mm, like social media answer your phone and whatever else they were on the Instagram the Instagram website buttons was <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing also you- several of the scenes were really weirdly lit so like like I think it, it was definitely shot in Paris but some of them looked like they were green screened oh I didn't notice that because I was like too like the busy. background just looked really weird I didn't notice that now Rosemary would you recommend it don't pretend you would you ask me questions if you won't give me the agency no. to answer my questions myself. <laughs> you absolute I faker. I can't believe you. Well, would let's... I recommend it? I'm thinking. Would I recommend it? No. I can think of several better ways to spend your time. And I will put a list of them on our website, notwithoutmysis.com. Ways to spend your time that are better than Emily in Paris. It'll be a long, long list, let me tell you. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Can't wait to see this list. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister. Check out our website notwithoutmysis.com. Email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. And if you have two seconds and you have an iOS device, please leave us a five-star review and let us know what you think. And you'll get us for a full episode every Tuesday. My God. Tell your friends. Did you say tell your friends? No, I didn't. Tell your friends, please. It's your job. Tell your friends. We hear that's the best way. Word of mouth. Yeah, we hear from a Twitter poll like Yeah. Bye. Not Without My Sister is edited by Liam Garrity. Sound and our original music are by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. You can find more great shows at thewarren.ie.